Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. Welcome to episode 57 of Diamond Dreams Miami, up and in. As we listen to DJ ADSR play us in. Mike, those Diamondbacks, man. The snake's gonna get you. We put out that video the other day where where I told you, man, I, I messed up. I thought these guys were done. And look at them now. Look at them During now. During the World Series, you know, putting up a dogfight, winning yep. games. A team that was 20 games back getting going into the playoffs into the wild card. Amazing. It's pretty wild. But that's why you play the game. You know, you, that's why you play the game. You go out, you make plays. If you do good enough, hey, that's all that matters, you know? Yep. yep. Not even more than that. You know, you, you prepare, you get your uniform on, you get game ready, you go out and... And that's why these series are, are are sets of games. You know what I mean? We got to rag on you a little bit, Amandito. You thought Absolutely. it was over after two with Philly. Yeah, it was like, that's thought it, it was it's over. done. I'm going to give my opinion on that. Um, that's only half the mountain. Amando, you, you, how you feel about real estate deals when they're halfway done? You don't feel good about them, right? You got to finish the deal. You exactly. got to sign that dotted line. That's Absolutely. How you get paid, right? Kind of the same thing here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've, we've seen so much, especially being Yankee fans with that Yankee Red Sox up 3-0 thing. Dude, we've been, we've seen so much that no matter how much, like, I think that like, a team's going to win or not, I, I began to really understand there's so many other factors. The manager has a big thing to do with it. Like, I've told everybody, I'm riding with Tori here. Tori managed me in 02 and 03 um, when I was with the minors with Cleveland, A-ball and high A. And uh, he knows how to use words and he knows how to get his guys where they need to be. And he doesn't follow a traditional, you know, like taking pitches, stuff like that. The guy just manages the games with what he's got. And you got to, he's, listen, the, the series is very close to being 2 0 right now, Armando. One very pitch, close. One pitch. I mean, I, and I get it, of course. Corey Seeger, he did it. I get it. That's the game. And I'm playing the if game, but. The series was, it was like they were winning five three in the eighth. Yep. Like the, those series could have been right now two zero Arizona going to Arizona, and they just took one from you, at home, and um, I think they're gonna win it, man. Those really kids, do. those kids are playing brave, man. They, you know, we kept on talking about Philly being the hottest team, and and it was actually Arizona because because they came in, you know, and 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 they they beat you know they beat the key teams and they they went and. And upset the, um, you know, the, the, the team that was supposed to yep. be there. You know, everybody, Atlanta and the Dodgers, they went and beat the Dodgers. And they beat them good, too. Beat them good, yep. So, you know, while Philly did what they did to Atlanta, so there were two hot teams that went in. But, I mean, they, they quieted those, those Philly bats after those first two games they really did. quickly. They did. They think it was a little bit too much with Philly, man. You know, looking back at it now, and I was having this conversation yesterday at the park, you know, when I look at it, look at it now from the outside in, and while you, while they're riding that wave of the winds, you know, flashing the fourth finger on the ring since game one, you know, it. When I look back at it now, I'm like, man, are those things reasons why they lost? Are are they reasons why they went from red hot to stone cold? Like, why why does that happen? And I I, I think it's it's. 
dude, I think it's just over thinking it's over, you know, not, not, not bearing down and not, not understanding that. Like I said, a couple of podcasts ago, there's a locker room full of 30 guys on the other side that want to take your lunch, man. Like they got emotions, feelings too. They're not there at the world series to lose or in the NLCS to lose. Like they're, they didn't go that far to just go that far. Like that's what they're here for. Um, but I just looking at it now, I think the whole Philly thing and the whole thing with the crowd and, 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 oh, is it going to be comparable to the world baseball? I think it's a stretch. Like it's a stretch for me, you know, like all these things. I get it. It's a great place to play. They got 812 million wrapped up in these four guys. You know, it's a great team. But to win a World Series, you have to win a lot. You know what I mean? And and when you've won one or two games or three games or one series or two series or you won the first series and you're winning the second series, like, dude, it's far from over. It's far from over. Not even close. Yeah, and Philly, Philly hit that wall and, you know, and Arizona came up strong. You know, their pitching has been fantastic. We're, we were talking before before we started the the episode they're stealing bases. They're bunning runners over. They're they're playing baseball. Yeah, they're playing baseball. They're not just going. Yeah, the deep ball's nice, man. And they've hit some some deep ones. You know, Tommy Pham. Uh, but they they're playing scrappy baseball, and I love it. Yeah, I I, I think that the other twenty nine teams need to really take note of what they're doing. I mean, they're they're bunning. They're sacrifice bunning. They're hitting and running. They're sacrifice flying. You know what I'm saying? They're playing great defense, and they're doing everything that's perfect. You know, and um, how about this lineup they have, though, Armando? Like, it's not a big lineup, you know. Not it's at it's all. not. Like, you know, you look at the, the, the leadoff guy, Thomas and Carroll, like, they're not big guys. Marte's not a big guy. Like, they're not big guys, but, man, they're really, really, really good baseball players. You know what I'm saying? And this whole thing with the whole size thing and stuff like that, like, I think – you know, I think we got to get away from that a little bit, especially when we're talking about like young men, 18, you know, 17 to 25. Dude, if you're a good baseball player, like, and, and you're better than everybody else, it doesn't matter the size, you're going to be there. Look at Corbin Carroll, look at Thomas, look at Haltuve, you know, and now in these playoffs, dude, you're seeing a lot of shorter guys more than ever, I think. You know what I mean? But they're really, really, really good baseball players. Yeah. You know, like we like the the matchups that the Arizona Diamondbacks have had, all of their matchups have been teams that have been relying on the home run. Every single one. And not them. They're stealing bases. They're playing fundamental baseball. They're, they're and let me tell you something. I as a fan watching that last game, that game two, I said, you know what? I'm gonna bear down here and I'm gonna watch these guys at bats because man, these guys are grinding out there at bats. And dude, like as a fan, me sitting there, the way that they grinded out there at bats, not only was I like, man, this is awesome, but it was also like kind of like frustrating. Like, dude, are you serious? Like, like you're <laughs> taking like, and they do, and they're so good at it. They're so good at seeing pitches in at bats, you know. And I think they're gonna win it all, Armando. Look, like the I was looking up their lineup. They have um, Marte, Carroll, Moreno, Walker, Fam, Guriel. Thomas, Longoria, and Perdomo. And Perdomo was stealing bases left and right yes, the other man. day. You know, they, they're they doing a good job, man. And, and it's, you know, you, you look you look at the nine runs. They won nine to one. One home run. One home run. So, you know, for for the people out there, you know, and I, I know that people, you know, talk about, okay, this is a new era of baseball. There's analytics, you know. The way they used to do it may not be the best way. Producing runs, 
et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You could score nine runs in a World Series game without the long ball. You can. You could produce runs. You could you could force the the infield and the defense to play. Yep. You could force the catcher to make throws. You could force the pitcher to say, oh, shit, is this guy going to steal? Yeah. You know? It's not just about the long ball. Like, yes, it's nice for Schwarber to hit it in the upper deck. It's not nice when he goes over four in a game and he's hitting a buck ninety, you know. So it there, there's a give and take. I, I I get I get some of it. I don't get a lot of it because now we're seeing a team coming out and playing fundamental baseball and doing really freaking well, doing really well, and winning. I mean, Amanda, the game was designed a certain way. The bunts there for a reason. The stolen bases there for a reason. The slide step for the pitchers there for a reason. Like this team just seems to be utilizing every single aspect of the game to win ball games. These other matchups that they've had, okay. Every time Bryce Harper was up, what were you thinking? He was gonna hit the ball in the upper deck. Every time Quash Schwarber was home, was up, you had an option. Strike, strike out or <laughs> hit it in the upper deck. Like my dad would say, like, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you didn't have much options. Now you got this kid Corbin Carroll. Huh. You gonna play him deep at third? I don't think so. You gonna play him deep at first? I don't think so. What are you going to play him? But the guy's just a beast. He'll drop a dime. He'll hit a base hit. There they go, bases loaded. He got a fastball lefty on lefty away, hit it into the left center, drove in a run, put them up four to one. And then you got guys like Evan Longoria, which is an all-star. You know, the guy's been in the, with Tampa in the playoff scheme forever. Um, sacrifice bunting. He hasn't done that in 20 years. <laughs> you understand? Yep. He sacrificed bunting. For his team to get over. As an old man, bro, 38, 39 years old, I Bob, boom, getting it done, called by the coach, boom, being a team player, winning games. I just think the formula is there. And what's the formula? Got a little bit of veteranship, Longoria, the man. You got a bunch of young, good baseball players. Shout out to their scouting department. They did a hell of a job. No, like you said, you know, all the all these teams with all this money, like the Yankees and the uh, and the Dodgers and, and all these teams, you know, the the Phillies. And a lot of these players, you know, where where was the scouting department? Where was the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, their their whole, you know, player personnel department? They, they're missing a lot of these guys. A lot. A lot. And, and just like Garcia, it was traded. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, you can't, how do you quantify? How do you know what these guys are going to do in the playoffs? You know, how do you know? Because it's, it's, it's an extra. It's not part of the formula. But, damn, man, those are some pretty big misses. You know what I mean? I mean, for me, it's kind of changed. I haven't thought of I haven't thought of Otani not once in this whole this whole playoff scheme. I haven't thought about him until I'm talking about with you right now. I haven't <laughs> thought about him saying, like, man, I wish Otani was in this thing. Yeah, I'd like to see him part of a team that gets there, but I wasn't saying I wasn't missing him. Right. I'm actually loving what I'm seeing. No, I'm these really, have been I'm really, awesome, really man. enjoying what I'm seeing. I'm seeing the youth. I'm really enjoying it. You know what I mean? So, you know, like. Armando, like hypothetically speaking, though, right now, like if Corbin Carroll was a free agent and Shohei Otani is a free agent, you have some choice choices to make. You have some tough choices to make. That's a tough choice right there, dude. Like, yeah. like, are you watching this kid play? He's playing. He's playing <laughs> awesome, man. You know, he's playing really freaking good. It's, it's tough. And Mike, and on, and on the other side, you know, I mean, Texas, you know, far, far you know, so speaking of like far from over, far, no, it's far from, from over, over. Right? it's far from over. I mean, Te- Texas yeah. has a really good team. 
the Cuban man, Adolis Garcia, he's been putting on a show, tearing it up. And the other the other day, you know, game one, he went to it's a walk off, and um, uh, Burkhart comes out and says, you know, um, Adolis Garcia, who escaped from Cuba years ago, gets a game winning home run off of Castro. If that's not poetic, I don't know what is. <laughs> Baseball's beautiful, and dude. That was awesome, and, I, and my my brother, my brother and I were saying that's the greatest call of all time. That's, because, that's, that's, you know, for us Cubans, that's that's a great call. That's amazing, but man, this is a guy that he he was in the dumps, man. Like the the Cardinals released him. I think Texas designated him for assignment. You know, sent him back to the minors, and and then the guy comes out. You know, he he played awesome as a rookie. And now this year, you know, he, he put on a show. He was an all-star, comes out now in the playoffs, and he's playing amazing. And in the World Series, you know, tearing it up too. I, I think he had, like, in his last six at-bats, had, like, five home runs, something crazy. I mean, the, the guy's playing awesome, and, he, and, he, and he's playing con, con gana. You know, you see him, he's having fun. You know, some showboating, and he's paid the price. You know, he's gotten hit yeah. a couple times. But, um, but the, guy, the guy's playing awesome right now. No, the guy's playing great, and and that's the thing with baseball. As long as you stay in the mix and you keep pushing hard, baseball is going to give you the opportunity to continue to try different things as long as you're still given the opportunities until you figure it out, man. You know, he seems to have figured it out now. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and the guy's diesel. We've seen the guy's traps. Oh the my guy's God. shoulders and arms. The guy's huge, bro. No, yeah. But, uh, you know, the guy, the guy can hit the wall, man. He can do a great job. I was telling somebody, this, this made me laugh the other day because if you mentioned to somebody – you know, pick your pick your baseball nerd that, you know, plays, you know, by the rules, thinks about all these ethics and all this stuff. Tell him, oh, when you Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. No, but he cheated. He did steroids. The steroid era. George has the clean record. Everybody's clean. Everybody's clean. Everybody's clean. But now everybody's saying... Oh, no, Adolis Garcia, hey, you know, the, the traps, oh, my God, he's huge. <laughs> that, that guy's on roids. That guy's on roids. And, and I'm like, hey. Exactly. Is it clean or not clean? Because if, if everybody's exactly. saying, oh, yeah. these are the clean yeah. records, but, but I'm on the, why can be one guy. Why can't it be, well, yeah, the guy's doing a great job, man. The guy's killing it. The guy, it's always got to be something to, like, you know, take away from the person's success. Yeah, he's killing. Oh, have you seen the size of him? I, yeah. I wasn't signifying anything, but the guy's not that diesel. But, man, like, a you diesel, know. The, good for him, man. And, 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 and like I was telling somebody the other day, I, I'm, we're in 2023. Even, I think I said it on the podcast the other day, you know, if, if, if the Barry Bonds era with the Balco, with the cream and undetectable and all that stuff. That was a long time ago. You don't think in 20 years there's been like an amazing, well, not 20, but like 15 years, right? Of course there's been advancement, man. You don't think that there's stuff that these guys are, these guys aren't saying like, hey, I'm not taking anything. No. Of course they're taking stuff. Yeah. It's just not illegal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tipo ta fuerte, you know? And, and it's like, who the hell cares? You know, I mean, he's, he's going out there and, and playing amazing baseball. He's doing a great job. So... So yeah, you know what? Whoever thinks he gets it up in Chando, hey, you know what? Whatever hey, he's hey, doing, hey, it's hey. working. And if he is, they gotta get him. They gotta test him. Yeah. They gotta they gotta bust him, and that's it. It's simple. We'll find out. If he is, we'll find <laughs> Bro, out. Bro, you know, but, like but, uh, I, I want all those guys then, to be in the Hall of Fame. Until then, innocent until proven guilty. You know what I mean? I want all those guys to be in the Hall of Fame, Mike. I, I don't I don't care. We played baseball. That's it. We played baseball. That's it. We know how hard it is to hit a freaking curveball and a slider and a splitter. Just play ball. I could have, Mike. I could have juiced. 
hasta, hasta los cojones, bro. And I would not, <laughs> I would not have made the majors, bro. Exactly. Just, you know, just play you know? ball. And, and it's, just it, play ball. Like I you mentioned, the, Alexis Sanchez. That's all I'm saying. I had no home mm -hmm. runs, I think, as a pro, and he was the first one that was busting. Yep, first one was busting. You know, Nafi Perez. I could go on and on. So chill yeah. with that. The guy's chill playing awesome. The guy's playing awesome. He's doing a great job. Going to GNC. In the GNC, <laughs> hitting the weight room. <laughs> and hitting the weight room. No, but Mike, this this World Series, I think it's going to go seven. I think it's going to go seven. They got Scherzer tonight, and this guy, Fief. Um, uh, fat. Uh, fat. Fat, something like fat. that. That guy's come out and thrown two gems. Yeah. You know? And he, the, I'm telling you, both bones there are tough. It's in Arizona. Arizona's got a nice stadium, a nice crowd. Is it in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, in Arizona. Yeah. And um, I think Arizona's going to take this, man. Hey. I, I think we're going to, I think we're all going to be shocked at the end here being like, whoa, this team's real deal. Pepe yeah. Marina, who's a, a fellow St. Brendan dad and has his son jam over at, at Diamond Dreams, he sent me a, 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 a message the other day on, on Instagram with a, it's like a, like a post, right, from Daily Baseball. It says, fun fact, Randy Johnson hit a bird in 2001. D-Bucks won the World Series that year. Zach Gallen also hit a bird earlier this season. Guess which team is in the World Series oh. now? <laughs> That's wild, huh? Could be the bird. Those things line up like that. It could be the bird. Could be the bird. That's wild, man. And you know, and and to bring it, you know, to bring it a notch down, right? Because I mean, and and this is just, but you know, 9/11 happened in 2001. They won the World Series. Now, unfortunately, we're in the middle of this whole thing with with Israel and Arizona is in the World Series too. I mean, it, it's crazy how that works out. You know, like it's like 20 years later, 20 something th things years like later, that. And George wild. W. Bush threw out the first pitch, which was. Which was awesome because he, he, he got interviewed by Jeter. And Jeter was like, are you going to throw from the mound again? He's like, no, <laughs> not this time, not anymore. Because, you know, and for those that don't know the story, in 2001 after 9-11, George W. Bush throws out the first pitch of, uh, of the World Series in New York, which, which took guts, man, because it was a subway he's in the middle. Series, right? No, it was against no, Arizona. Arizona, that's right. Uh, he, he's on the mound in front of, like, you know, 60,000 fans. This is right after 9-11. Of course, there's Secret Service everywhere, snipers. This guy's wearing a bulletproof vest. And he's out there, man, like a G. Yeah, go home. Like, hey, balls. you know, try something. Here we are. And and when he was warming up, Jeter was in his, um, I think, fifth year in the league or sixth year. He was already the Yankee captain. And he, he goes up to him and he goes, hey, where are you planning to throw from? And he goes, no, you know, and he goes, you got to throw from the mound. Because if not, this is New York. They're going to boo you. And and George W. Bush goes to the mound, 60 feet, 6 inches, and throws a dime. Dime. It was a dime. It was like right on the money. It was yep. it, it, it was beautiful. The other day, not so good, but hey, you know, he threw it to Pudge. <laughs> you know, he's also 70-something years old now. Um yeah, man, George W. Bush and and baseball. He, was, he used to be the owner of the he used Rangers. To be the Rangers. He's he's part of baseball history. He's a know? big the baseball baseball fan, big, man. Big, big, Huge. Big. He was back in their seats there in Ranger Stadium the other day. Um, so you know it was uh they're they're a big part of baseball. For those of you that don't know, you know they owned the Rangers for a while and uh, and um, you know they've been involved in Major League Baseball for a long time. Long time. Yep. I remember the one of my favorite interviews they did with him. It was uh, Bob Costas interviewed him while he was president. And they just talk baseball. And the amount of baseball that, you know, because Costas is a baseball historian too, and, and, and W. Bush, and, and it was just such a great, you know, talk between the two of them because it was, you know, this guy's like 
the president of the United States involved in, you know, a war and having put, you know, 9-11 and having to deal with an economy and all that. And here, 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 here he is talking baseball. Talking baseball. And, and it's, it, it sucks to say because, you know, like time passes and, and, you know, I, I grew up watching baseball and I've, and I've said it many times, you know, with, with kids nowadays, I don't know how many kids sit in front of the TV and watch like a complete game, you know, and, and the other day I was talking to my son Anderson, and I, I put on a song and I go, I love this song. And he's like, what song is that? I'm like, this is a theme song of this week in baseball. Cause I used to watch this week in baseball and I used to look forward to the, to the top plays and I used to get VHSs with like. Uh, the funny moments in baseball and the best plays and and all that man I really enjoyed watching it and collecting baseball cards and and I, I don't know how much they they do that now you know like how much the kids do that now and and it's you know well, YouTube no, now is to go on right YouTube away, you video know? games and yeah, that's a good reminder I remember we buying those blooper cassettes for like nine dude I love the it, top man. plays and we would watch the same one over and over and over it's such have a some good of memory them me- right there I have man. some of them memorized like I guess Ozzy Smith was on the cover of one I remember yes. oh my god that's so good <laughs> I have a bunch of the VHSs yeah, and man, and man it, it it brings back you know so so many you know so many memories and and you know hearing. You know, going back, hearing people just talking baseball, man, and that was that's how it was with my yes. dad. Like, my dad used to talk to me about Hoyt Wilhelm and and you know and and this other guy and Camilo Pacual and and you know Bucky Dent and Craig Nettles and and all these baseball players and Mickey Rivers and and you know it wasn't just the stars; it was yeah. all these other guys, you know, and and I felt like I knew them, even though like there wasn't YouTube, I couldn't put up like. Roy right. Campanella highlights. Right. You know, my dad would talk to me about Roy Campanella. So I felt like I, I knew Roy Campanella. Yeah, mix. And I have these these books, and I'll, I'll show you when we're done with the podcast. And it was about fielders and hitters and runners. And, 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 and it was just like, you know, I would look through these every day. I would get home from school and look through these every single day. Armando, I think that's extinct for this generation. And it's sad. Yep. And it's sad. You know what I'm saying? It sucks, you know? But, um... It, it's it's instant now. They're going to yep. that YouTube top plays, bias, this guy, this guy, this guy, everybody, you know what I'm saying? But it's definitely different, man. I'm waiting for those and watching the same play over and over and over and over, same tape. It's different. That's like extinct, even I, bro. That's I, extinct. It's I sad, send, but it's extinct. I sent I sent you the other day um, or a few weeks ago, it was a YouTube video of like a montage of baseball movies. And some of like the speeches in these movies, you know, like – the one in, in, in Field of Dreams, uh, James Earl Jones, you know, talking about baseball. Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Is is this such a good, you know, and, and I I hope, you know, that that the stars that are created in this generation could carry over to these kids, you know, like like the Otanis and, and Corbin Carroll, you know, he's a kid. He's twenty some years old, you know, like I hope they follow him. This kid Neto from the Angels, you know, was a local kid. I, I hope, you know, I hope this generation Follows those guys like we followed some, you know, some of the bigger guys. I have a prediction I'm going to make. If the Arizona Diamondbacks won the World Series, Corbin Carroll will be on the cover of the show next year. Deservingly so. That's my <laughs> prediction. I hope so. That's my prediction. That kid, des- they that kid deserves Series, it, man. You know? But yeah, man, it's um, it, it, it's special watching a guy like that play, you know? And uh, I, I hope he makes the cover and I... I hope like this series goes seven because you know these are the, one of these playoffs that you don't want to end. Yeah, 
It's like, so good. The games have been really freaking good. It's man. so good. And and at least for us, I mean, the baseball fans that live in Miami, you know, once your World Series is over, hey man, we can jump on the Dolphins, man. They're well, six and one, hey, seven and one six, now. Six, we jump six, right on them. Six and Jumping two. Jumping into a great season. They're, you know what? Start that, focusing on football. This is a good segue because I was really, you know, I'm I'm really bothered every time I see the stat of like, although the Dolphins have only beaten the bad teams this year. And against the good teams, the Bills and and the uh, and the and the Eagles, they lost. Regular season, it's okay. Hey, yesterday Denver, who we put up, we put seventy, 70. up yep. against them, just beat the Super Bowl champs. That was wild. They beat the Super Bowl champs. So what now? Yep. Oh, is it that Denver's good? Or the Chiefs like really suck then? Exactly. Because then if Miami put up seventy. Against a team that beat the Chiefs. Exactly. Then what? Then what? The Patriots beat the Bills. Yeah. I think. Four weeks ago. You know, we beat the Patriots again. Yeah. To a 6-0 against Belichick in his career. That's why matchups are so important. Matchups matter. You know what I mean? Matchups matter. You know? Um, and just because you matched up well today doesn't mean you're going to match up well in two, three months. That's, oh, that, that, of course. That's, that's what this is. You know what I'm saying? Cat and mouse. But, um, man, they're rolling. And we got this guy uh, that... Cornerback back, Jalen Ramsey. Jaylen Ramsey, a little pick got, yesterday. Got an interception. So they're looking strong, and um, I'm going to be excited to see them when they make their push. Because you know, at some point they're going to have to peak, and I want to see that. Yeah, no, the the team's looking good, and now that Ramsey's back, you know they're getting guys healthy on defense. If that defense clicks, because everybody's like, oh, but Vic Fangio wasn't doing a good job. Vic Fangio's an amazing defensive coordinator, one of the best in this era. But Vic Fangio, hey, Vic Fangio, do your job with out your two starting cornerbacks, you know, with one of your best defensive ends slash linebacker injured, you know, with, with the other day, the two guys collided, Holland and, and, and Long, and, and they both got concussions. Yeah, Gonyo, it's, it's get any defensive coordinator, the best defensive coordinators, and tell them to win with without their best defensive players. Yeah. Hey, that's that's part of the scheme, man, you know, and and they're learning a new scheme also. Yesterday they played pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. They, they played well. pretty damn good and made some some badass stops against the Patriots. I love the uniforms. All white. They oh need to go throwback. Gosh. They need to. That was so it looks so good. Love I don't it. I don't know why they don't go throwback, but but yeah, the Dolphins, man, really exciting. The the Hurricanes have won two in a row yeah. in overtime. Yeah. Uh, you know, not pretty, but hey, wins are hey, wins. A win's a win. Makes a you win is a win. Makes you realize now you wish you had that snap back, huh? Yep. Wish they had that knee on. Like you wish you can. You should go back. Because you, you'd be what right now? Would you be eight? And se- six and one, I think. Six and one. Seven five and, one. and two now. Five. So, yeah, five and two. So there would have been six and one. Big difference. But huge difference. Huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> huge difference. Because then if they beat Florida State with one loss, you're hey, you're in a good position. Hey, I heard that's a thick bone, though, Armando. No, Florida State's really damn good <laughs> this year, man. Bone's tough this year. But hey, you know, rivalry yeah, you matchups. Hey, you gotta play. And rivalry here, matchups here, or rivalry here or there. in Tallahassee. But even better. Even better. You gotta yeah. put the uniform on and play. You know, it, it, dude, it's happened to us at the 11 U division. You know, we lost to the last place team the other day. It happens. You know, you gotta strap it on. You gotta play. That day their pitcher was good. We were really bad and they beat us. They were better than us that day. At the professional level, professional level, it's gonna be like that all the time. Yep. If you just go through a baseball schedule, and just look at how the team that won the World Series did wins and losses compared to the teams and where they ranked. You're going to be like, oh, man, but they lost to this team. They, yeah, they, yeah, they lose. Yeah, those professionals on the other team that you think aren't as good, that day they were better. Happens yep. all the time. 
You know what I mean? Look, Rick, Rick Pitino is coaching St. John's, and they lost yesterday to like a Division Two team. I remember my dad always telling me, um, okay, so Muhammad Ali considered one of the greatest, right? He's definitely in the argument for for either best boxer of all time, best heavyweight of all time, right? Arguably, he, he might be, you know, best heavyweight of all time. He fucked Ken Norton three times. If you if you if you t- ask anybody, name the top ten heavyweights of all time. Nobody's gonna have Ken Norton in, in the top ten, because although he did beat Ali, he he got knocked out by Jerry Cooney, got knocked out by Larry Holmes, got knocked out by George Foreman. You know he he had some tough losses, right? Um, arguably, he beat Ali three times. Wow. The three times were tough matches. He got one decision, lost two of them. One of the ones that he lost, he broke Ali's jaw. And Ken Norton was not, you know, on paper, he was not at the same level as Ali. But the matchup was But there. he matched up really well with him. And look, Frazier, Frazier beats Ali. George Foreman destroys Frazier. Drops him, I think, five, six times in two rounds. And then Ali beats Foreman, knocks him out. Yeah. How do you explain yeah, that? Yeah, how do you explain it? Yeah. That's why you got to you know? fight. That's why you has got to fight, right? That's why you got to play. Yeah, that's why you got to show up and you got to play. You got to play against your opponent. Amanda, most of the time when I show up to games, I don't even know who we're playing. Sunday, I make the schedule. I put the location, what dugout you're in, the field number on my schedule. I show up. I don't even know who we're playing. doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You got to show up and ball. Absolutely. So. And talking about your schedule, which we didn't say at the top of the of the show, but as always, is brought to you by Damages Miami Academy. Hey, we're in the thick of it right now, right in the stretch. You know, we're entering November. We got a couple of weeks of baseball. Then there's a local baseball tournament. Then you got Thanksgiving. And then you got the playoffs, which will end in the last week of November. So right in the stretch, right in the thick of it. Excited. Excited for all the teams. All 18 of them were very excited. For <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of baseball. It's a lot of baseball. A lot, a of, lot kids, of baseball. A lot of teams. A lot of logistics. A lot of coaches. A lot of fields. Um, but it's been a smooth, 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 uh, fall 2023. It's been real smooth, real good. Parents have been good. Haven't had any real issues. Um, it's been great. Very grateful, you know, and, uh, looking forward for this one to wrap up, open up registration again, have a tryout in December and do it again in January. Awesome. You know, that's awesome. And then also brought to you by myself, who I'm, I'm a real estate agent, and um, I, I was going to, I told you part of the story, but so I have a listing right now, and it's it's a keypad, right? So there's a code, and we only share it with, with agents through a system we have, uh, so it doesn't get shared or anything of the sort, and I keep tabs of who uses this code. The thing is that the when when the... When the owners bought the place, they never changed the key code, right? So, former owner and who knows how many tenants have that key code. So, the other day, uh, um, an agent from our team uh, sends me a request and I approve it. And I told her, hey, the code is there. You know, go in, make sure you lock, make sure all the lights are out. She calls me and she's like, hey is there somebody living there or are the owners in town? And I'm like, no. Why? What's up? No, I found like three chairs in there and a, and a Starbucks cup. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So I go, I put in the key code. I go in Starbucks cup. I look, it was like a week old left there. 
they they had gone to the bathroom not nothing too disgusting but they had gone to the bathroom uh they left some chairs there so i take out all the chairs throw them in the dump outside make sure the windows are locked um tried changing the top lock but it was busted so left it as is you know it couldn't lock anymore bottom lock you know close it call a locksmith and tell them because they're the, the owners aren't aren't in town so i'm like hey i'm gonna call a locksmith call him yeah i'll go friday couldn't couldn't go friday uh so monday morning when when today and when i get there i open up part of the wall is damaged on on the corner smoke detector's gone they must have used the code again but this time they had seen that i had like messed with the top lock or whatever so they made sure to leave every single window unlocked in case you know something yeah. was changed i could go back in so i'm here locking all the windows put a deadbolt with a key you know the the keypad code for the bottom one changed as it should have been done before but you know some people you yeah. know hopefully you have no more issues man hopefully you know not I mean? so i mean it's it's for sale it's it's a it's a good property and it's a good building and and it's um uh, it's really nice steps from from lincoln road you know it, it's just a it's just a shame you know that probably somebody that had the code from before it didn't look like they went to it to do anything like crazy or become squatters or whatnot so it's like some people went to like you know hang out hang out so you know which, which still sucks because yeah, it's not sucks. their property yeah, exactly uh but but you know everything's already changed you know um i talked to a few people in the building they're like no we've never really had any issues so but it but it's pretty crazy man the stuff you it's you wild, see in, 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 in real estate and all i had i had heard about plenty people. of stories about squatters um had never happened to me so so i'm there like you man you know but you know money will spend on the on there the locksmith change everything made sure everything was locked now if they come back today there's no way to get in now you know that if you list your property with amando you have some issues with squad he's gonna get the lock change for hey, you take care of it take care of it don't you worry he's gonna take care of i'm it. gonna take care of it but uh but yeah like we're we're, we're we listed that for for sale for rent just a uh couple of blocks from nice. actually not even a couple of blocks same uh, one like a few a few steps from from Lincoln Road nice uh very good location impact windows hey. so they can't break in now <laughs> so uh, yeah call me if you have any real estate needs if you want to list if you want to sell you want to talk about crazy real estate stories he's your guy tell you one about a dog he's your guy some guy gives me the lockbox information is anybody in the house? No, no. It's completely empty. It's completely empty. All right. Go in, get the lockbox, get the key. Open the door. As soon as I open the door, this little dog goes no. out the door. And I'm like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. So I call the agent. I'm like, yo, there's a dog here. Oh, man. The owner must have left his dog in. So we're going after the dog. The dog was, like, really old. He's looking at us and, like, growling all oh, aggressive. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So 20 minutes trying to get the dog, try, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to get bitten by this dog either, man. He looked like, you know, he was pretty, pretty unclean also. So then the, the, the buyers that were there, the clients, the, the dad was there and he got a newspaper from his car instead of going, da, da, you know, to his leg and the dog like was growling at him, but he went right back into the house. There you go. So I went, opened the door in the backyard, let him out to the back, you know, tranquilo. Perfect. When I was going to leave. 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna let him back in. Let him back in. Locked, you know, crazy. Twenty minutes chasing after this little dog, making sure he didn't get run over. Thank God you caught him. Could you imagine, like, hey, tell the owner I just lost his dog, bro. Oh, my gosh, man. Terrible. Crazy. Real estate, man. Oh, yeah, and our music. Let's say thank you to Wilbur, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Caleb had a nice game yesterday. A couple of nice he knocks did. up the middle. No, yeah. Caleb's hitting really yeah, well, man. real well, yeah. He's been hitting well. We're always grateful for that music, man. We see you throwing those beats, throwing those spins up on that gram. Make sure you follow him at ADSR underscore music. He's our guy. I was telling him that um, that Caleb, when you know, the other day he he hit, got a hit, but then he was out at second. And I told him, dude, still got a hit, man. Yesterday he was out at first, but a run came in. And I grabbed him immediately and I go, you got a, an RBI, man. You brought him in. Awesome job, you know, because he, he, his face was already yeah. like about to start crying. And I'm like, no, no, no good job, you know. Positive reinforcement. Getting those RBIs, getting that stake. Absolutely. We love it. <laughs> Talk to you soon. See ya.